Yeah. Right. Yeah. And these are movies exactly. that I've read. W Make Awake Show. I am your host, the Candy Man. And tonight, you're in for a special treat. Please welcome to the show local artist and gosh, artists of all kinds, Alessandra Valentini. Hi, JW. How you doing, you guys? 
Yes, that was us playing music. Yeah, wow, yeah. you're amazing on the flute. That was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> this little beat up uh, bamboo flute. Still working. Very well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool. It's a nice contrast. Yeah, I like your guitar. That was a great song. What's the name of that song? Weird is the New Normal. Oh, that's a cool name. <laughs> I think it's very fitting here at Mutiny yeah. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Things are definitely not normal around here. But they oh, are I mean, weird. weird. Yeah. They're not weird at Weird's all. They're the normal. very normal. <laughs> Who's the weirdest? I don't know. I think that's... Of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know you have a couple of uh, shows coming up. Um, was it you're playing at a, a wine vineyard? Well, let me first explain oh, yeah. what kind of show, because I'm also a comedian. Yeah, you do it all. So, uh, yes, so I... Um, playing comedy stand-up comedy and i have two show coming up uh, one is at the neck of the wood neck of the woods in uh, clement street it's um january 14 i think yes january 14 yeah let me be specific it's on tuesday january 14 at 7 p.m it's from 7 to 9 p.m again at neck of the woods on clement street and it's going to be 12 comedians and it's Ooh. with danny decky and uh, he does those shows um and invite different comedians and i'm going to be there but the next one it's going to be a very interesting one because it's going to be in a winery and it's going to be the first <laughs> of a series. Is I am, and I'm very honored to be next to very good comedians on this one. So I'm pretty honored. And it's going to be at um, Savannah Chanel Winery in S Saratoga. Saratoga, yes. That's wine country. Saratoga, yes. Thank you. Again, neck of the woods, neck uh, of the woods. Yeah, neck, this one is going to be on January twenty first. Yes, the Savannah Chanel Winery, and that's a, a comedy show. Yeah, go ahead, darling. That's going to be really fun. Yeah, so neck of the woods is a great venue. It's uh, it's on Clement Street in the inner Richmond between fifth and sixth. So that's going to be on the fourteenth, and then on the thirty first, that wine vineyard sounds really fun. A new yeah. kind of different place to to watch comedy. Yeah, not only that's a good place to drink and dine and invite your friends. So if you want to have a nice, fun, different night <laughs> and you're not too far from Saratoga. Is, are you sure Saratoga is not Sonoma? Oh, yeah. You know what it is, Sarat So Saratoga is uh, actually Saratoga. south. Let me check. This is very embarrassing, everybody. No, it's I a, don't know where is my show. It's down south, actually. But I put it on my... <laughs> but it's at a wine... It's at a it's wine a vineyard down... Savannah Chanel. It's in Saratoga. It's in Saratoga. Yes, you're totally white. It's a 30, 23600 Congress Spring Road. So it's near the Springs. Oh, that's why I was getting confused. Yeah, well, you know, the thing... Like, with, is that... Okay, that's wonderful. With wine, it, it always kind of, for me, I'm thinking up north. Mm -hmm. But this is a winery that's down south. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But and it can get a little Jose, bit... Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's why I was kind of confused. I was like, are you sure? Isn't it up north? Yes, me too. So, um, yeah, those are my two upcoming shows. I have some new material about New Year resolution. Anybody? <laughs> new materials it's that creative explosion yes for the new decade yes for this 2020 and by the way yes happy new year and happy new decade everybody this is going to be a very special one 
just because we haven't got there yet. That's why yeah. it's special. This That's is the, the first show reason. of the year and the decade, and yes. you're on it. Yeah. You're it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It was very nice of you to invite me, and I was in the quiet and relaxed of my vacation in Hawaii, and I got the invitation. I'm like, mm. yeah, whatever. Oh, I my gosh. This. Yeah, I was too relaxed there. I was like, I need some city grind. Yeah. You know, you try to get some material in there and all of a sudden you're like way too chill out. You're like, I have nothing to be pissed, oh <laughs> nothing gosh. to be sarcastic, nothing to be cynic <laughs> about. It's like, what's going on here? I'm way too. Yeah. It was really funny. Actually, I was in a band maybe about 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I got into, you know, distribution so i guess i was sales and they said hey you know jw what's your best line and i said hey you know i know you just got back from your vacation <laughs> um and i said i would tell the person hey you know i can understand if it's not broken don't fix it but if you've never been to hawaii how would you know what it was like <laughs> it worked it was so funny so really that know, was the statement that was, that was the statement it worked every time too oh, that's so really broke the ice yeah that's cute. yeah so you just got back from hawaii that's great that's yeah you have such an, a great and amazing story i know you're an artist and you do you know you're a comedian but gosh you just played the flute like i've never seen <laughs> um, i play a bunch of instruments actually including yeah. guitar even though with guitar it's harder, if you don't play every day, you don't develop the callus, then you get really hurt. It hurts a lot. I mean, I can play, but after <laughs> a couple of songs, I really, I can't perform. That takes hours of constant, and then you can handle a whole performance. But yeah, it's like back in the day, <laughs> I also was using a different name, and I'm still using because my name is really long. It's Alessandra Valentini Salena Angel. And the second portion, Selena Angel, is also my artist name because I'm also a visual artist. Gosh, I got all the shit going on. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been a visual artist all my life. And um, Were you a visual artist before you became a comedian? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Comedian is the latest of all the things. So visual artist was the first thing, music later, and then um, comedy. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's the latest. And I keep adding, you know, people is like, but you, it's not even adding. It's going to be a refinement now. Now it's going to bring it all together, you know, into a big performing act. My art, my music, and my comedy. It's going to be hilarious, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. So uh, how long have you been in San Francisco for? Uh, this will be my uh, hmm, 15 years. 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a good amount of time. So where did you, where'd you come from? <laughs> well, before that, I was under, <laughs> I lived seven years in Sedona, Arizona <laughs> with the cowboys and the hippies and the UFOs <laughs> where people would come up to me and ask me the weirdest shit. Like, do you people in Italy have cars? You go to work with cars, right? I'm like, no, are you kidding? We got that Zio Giuseppe with his donkey. His name is uh, Ferrari. Ferrari? Yes, and that's what people used to tell. But before Arizona, I used to live in Italy because I'm originally from Italy. 
And when I arrived in the United States, I was like, why people ask all kinds of weird shit? <laughs> that was a lot of time ago. Um, things have changed since then. Yeah. Especially here in San Francisco, it's more like people are more open to outsiders. In there in Arizona, I was a little more like, mm. but anyway, <laughs> uh, so come from Italy. I travel all over the world, then landed in the United States uh, with my family, which also landed here, my my actual, my mom and dad. And, and, um, and um, I... Um, yeah, I lived in Arizona where I was doing music and I was also doing healing work and psychic reading, which I'm really good at it. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm really good. I've been doing that since I was a child, doing psychic readings. And I'm creating back? my actually my tarot deck right now with my paintings, which is another of my million projects. All right. So anybody out there having a party, if you need a tarot reader... We got one for you yeah. here. Yes, that's yeah. right. It's me. And I was going by Selena with the tarot cards. It's also used by there. But yeah. So remember, I'm Alessandra Valentini. Valentini. No, but, but actually, since I've been in the United States, I say my name in Americanized way, like Valentini. I'm like, no, it's not Valentini. It's Valentini. That's what it is. It's in Italian. Anyway, J. Like a martini? Huh? Like a martini? Like a martini, see. Si. So, see the uh, martinez. So supposedly, martinez. Have you been to martinez? I might have told you this already. No. But that is where the martini was invented. Supposedly. You are kidding. Martinez in here in California. Yeah, it was original. It was a big Italian settlement. Oh, okay, that makes so much sense because it's not originally from Italy, but it was from an Italian family. In Martinez. Right? In Martinez. Martinez. Do I, I don't know. It seems there's a statue and everything. Oh, it seems okay. made up. Well, that that that's uh, that that can be legit. I have no idea. You see, I am a <laughs> very weird Italian. You know, I weird's the new normal. Weird means it's the new normal. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm completely normal, actually. So you don't even hear need to hear my stories. It is so normal that you won't maybe. So I started singing when I was still living in Italy, and I refused to sing in Italian because for me it was like eh. So that's weird when people ask me, "Do you sing? Do you sing in Italian?" I'm like, "Let me think on oh, Italian song. I know some what about O Sole Mio?" <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like, you know, like, it sounds like an American, like I would like almost, I would have to reinvent myself as an Italian somehow. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I can't think of any, I, I mean, obviously I know Frank Sinatra and I can, I, that's what I can, can, when I think Italian music, that's what I think. But that's not Italian. <laughs> well, he's Italian. No, no. In Italy, Frank Sinatra is American-Italian, Italo-American. That means he's American, that was born in America. Well, that had some second-generation mob, Italian, whatever, but he was American. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, maybe Domenico Mutugno, the one that did Volare. If we're talking like the good old school, like stuff that would be the guy you're thinking about volare guy the volare <laughs> oh yeah but we have evolved since then in italy you know we have gone much further than that 
I'm and sure. here do yeah very much no i know i'm a bit representation of my country that's what i'm saying that if people ask me sing me a new italian song something i'm like volare <laughs> that's how bad i am in my italian musical culture no not that bad i'm joking so did you start playing music in italy yeah since i was yeah since i was in my since i was a child but more really getting into it when i you know i always had a keyboard at my house but when i really started to become passionate it was in my 19 20 when i was in 20 years old wow yeah so you were a, a visual artist yeah and then you started writing music at a, such a young age in italy yeah. and then you <coughs> brought it back over here into yeah. america oh my god poor jay he's getting <coughs> choked have some water darling we're not even yeah yes oh wow yeah it's um it was a journey because when i came here i kind of let music go and um and I started to work as uh, doing psychic readings for many years, and I became very good. And then and music came back really strong, and that's when I started having my own band. It was called the Boom Shakti, and then after that, I basically created my one-woman band. And um, and I had amazing musicians that joined me in, but all the sound was already coming out from me. I had keyboard with drum sets and um, basses. I was playing the basses, the alto, harmonica, blues, flutes, guitar, looping things live while I was singing on top of it. It was crazy. And it was this electronic, organic, really amazing, funky music and a um, little side trance and a little sometime, but very danceable and of course, very melodic. Sometimes little ballads here and there, you know, like some kind of more romantic, but very cosmic too. And I had musicians that join me, like if I had a tablet player come in and join us for a concert or like, a, you know, a real bass player. Instead of me just playing the bass <laughs> on the keyboard, I would have a real bass player, saxophone player coming on. You know, a real drum player. Oh, my God, I had someone that came with a whole drum set. But yeah, and I always played in band, you know, jazz and rock were my main uh, background, mostly rock, punk. Punk was my that. big, big yeah. one. Yeah, punk was the biggest. Like I had tons of punk rock garage band underground uh, basement <laughs> afternoon and nights with like <laughs> getting shit-faced. That's <laughs> Play music. Yes, yeah. And... Uh, and it was great. Um, yeah, and then when I started touring here, it was fun. It was uh, great. I had an incredible time, and I could have break it really much bigger if I, when I came to San Francisco, if. That would be the stupidest way to say it. But I did get pregnant, and I have my beautiful daughter, which I love very much. And I started, and I kept playing for a while, but it became really hard. It became hard, and I I didn't hold up to that vision. I'm going to make it, and, you know, I'm going to keep on this hardship of playing, doing gigs at night. It was really hard. 
sure. transporting all the instruments and not having enough help with a little child. It was impossible. So, kind of. How old is she now? She is 13 almost. Oh, wow. Yeah. Time has a adolescent. Yes. And it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> to all the parents of teenagers, you guys, I hear you. You got me. I, I know. I know. Everyone out there, I feel you all. Parents of teenagers, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I think anyone too, you know, at that And if age. you're a teenager yourself, remember your parents are human beings, poor things. <laughs> and they are not perfect, for sure. I remember when I was 13, I, I don't think I was, I think I was a handful. Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers those ages. Yeah, it's that age. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so I know you're... You're so multi-talented. You do everything. I feel like you could you could paint a picture while you're playing music and doing a tarot reading <laughs> at the same time in comedy somewhere mixed in there. That would be I great. Mean, <laughs> you could do it. Throwing cars to the audience be like, if you pick that, that's your card. Yes, darling. You got that? What's your card there again? I'm giving like this audience tarot reading, throwing cards. Here card for you that's my prediction for you darling if you pick it if you if you pick it then it's his prediction sorry i'm just whatever and do like a whole comedy bit like that would yeah. it be fun i could oh, see that totally fucking cool man sorry i didn't say that i don't know i just think it's you know because you know being multi-talented or multi-functional so i feel like i'm kind of you know multi-functional and you know, I'm a candy distributor. Yes. So I meet somebody, they they meet me as a candy distributor. And then they later on figure out that I'm a singer-songwriter. Well, that's what happened when I met you. I'm like, oh, wow, you're a singer-songwriter and you distribute candy. Which is the coolest job, by the way. <laughs> I thought... Very good candies, too. Candies are... Yeah, I don't know. It was funny because I got into doing um, coffee distribution... Gosh, a long time ago, and I thought that was great. But then when I got into candy, it's like, you thought that people were happy when you walked in with coffee, but when you walk in with candies, they're like getting out of the, the firework. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And all I need is like you walk in with some candies, a little tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when you tell people I like, do tarot reading, it's like, oh, can I have a tarot? Reading? Can I have a card? <laughs> <laughs> what was the journey like from from Italy to America the first time that you did it was it was it a plane or did you take oh, a yeah, boat that was obviously a plane, a plane. I a know, plane. just kidding a I'm plane. just trying to no, be a... the boat was a six months ride all our stuff was in this boat that was just transporting stuff it took six months so we had to ship it way ahead of time and then um, live for a while just with the central which was really fine nobody missed anything then we got it we were like oh no now we gotta deal with all this shit boxes and shit it was horrible but it took me a while to actually adjust culturally and that's weird to say because i was traveling and lived in india in holland in in london in israel for a long period of time in in those countries and but the amount of cultural stress that I've got when I moved to the United States was the biggest. And that's even more strange when I say that I came to the United States with my family many times when I was young because my parents, my father worked here. 
So it was kind of a cultural, you know, home. It was another home for me. But when I lived here and I understood the cultural difference, that was really hard. So it took me a while to adjust. So what did your dad do in America? He was working with a corporation that was part of another and then became part of another. So anyway, they moved people around, so they moved him here. Yeah. yeah. In in San Francisco, you said Arizona? No, 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 in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they lived um, in Phoenix somewhere. Still. They're still there today? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. wow. That's mm -hmm. not too far away. No. No, it's not. I And, um, yeah, I go visit, but I moved out of Arizona. I was living in Sedona for a while, yeah, as I said. And, yeah, I moved out in 2005 when I moved here. Because my musician friends and all the music festivals, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. And then life take over and things happen. And I made a bunch of music when I came here. It was really fun. Play a bunch of gigs, yeah, in festivals too. It was fun. Yes, and I was just thinking about your music. Shall we play another song? Sure. I would like to. For, can you introduce what's the name of this song? So this song is a, a tech boom song that I wrote. Um, there's definitely some Latin influences. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it Caliente. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, that's what that's what I'm calling it. Nice, um, caliente. It was Hot. funny last time. The first time I was on the show with Pam, there was a song that I had played, and she called it the time traveling tamale lady. And I was like, oh, that's so great. But I'm calling it caliente for now. Yeah. And I'm gonna play some. What is that something. instrument? This is an ocarina. I may play a little ocarina? bit. Of, yeah, it's an ocarina. It's a clay instrument. And then I'm gonna play the flute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dive into it. Yeah. Make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazzy, walk in the dough, light of the room, fashionista in a tech room, make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it classy, walk in the dough, light of the room, fashionista in a tech room, guess who's in the building, guess who's in the building, guess who's in the building, caliente. Walk in the dough, light of the room, fashionista in a tech room. got a nice print on today you've been living a long time to be looking 22 walking the dough light up the room fashionista in a tech boom make it snazz make it snazzy make it jazz make it jazzy walking the dough light up the room fashionista in a tech boom make it flash make it flashy make it class make it class walking the dough light up the room Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente. Walking the door, light up the room. Fashionista in the tech room. Light up the room. Fashionista in the tech room. Walking the door, light up the room. Fashionista in the tech room. 
Alessandra on the flute. Alessandra on the flute. Guess who's in the building? Sandra's in the building. Guess who's in the building? Caliente. The doll light of the room. Fashionista in the tech room. Take it away. felt like an outer body experience <laughs> i was totally an outer body that macarena the in the beginning ocarina ocarina yeah it's like ocarina <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's fun it gives that little uh, celtic or south american yeah elfic magical feel both of them they have this little magical sound like a gypsy <laughs> <laughs> wow I felt like i just transported into a different dimension mm-hmm. and a tech boom yes tell me that song is like you were saying it's a tech book song about the fact that no, explain please. yeah no i feel like you know you could relate uh, I think any other, you know, the artists out there that are listening could relate is that you create something, you know, and it's organic. And I feel like I'm unconsciously kind of riffing off everything that's around me. And I don't know, I'm actually a big Selena uh, fan. Oh, the Selena. And um, we're in the Mission District. Mm-hmm. And this is a very, you know, it should, it used to be the Latino capital of San Francisco. It still is, but, but yeah, it's been changing. And so yeah. I just, um, I just felt really? like, I don't know. I also feel like because I am a candy man or a candy person, professional in a tech world, that I'm just kind of in this place where I feel like because I, you know, I'm walking down the street and, I don't know that I'm in this category, but you think that because you're not the tech world sees you as a category. What what are you trying to say? Yeah. So for the song, so what I was um when I was writing the song, I was just kind of you know I'm walking around with a guitar and I'm just thinking it's like walking the dough, lad at the room, fashionista in a tech boom, and I was thinking that no matter what you could be in whatever kind of profession you are and you could be a fashionista. And that's where I was thinking where I could, you know, a fashionista, you could, anyone listening in could be a fashionista, you're a fashionista. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of had this 
<clears throat> idea and this vision and like, hey, guess who's in the building? Caliente. <laughs> you know, just kind of like, kind of get into that person's head, you know, whoever's listening to be like, hey, that's you. You're in the building. Mm-hmm. Someone's in the building. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Somebody that's listening in here is mm-hmm. in the building somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I just, um, <clears throat> but I, I do, you know, feel like I was riffing off of being in the Mission District and then also being in a tech boom and being a fashionista, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people could relate to. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, I want to, um, oh yes, I want to talk about something um, before I forget. I would like to let people know about this cool thing I offer and I do that's something that if you're listening and you are into art and you like to be kinky, you might like it. <laughs> and I assure you, you will. So I offer this amazing class. It's been like six years now. And they're pretty awesome. They're successful. They're very small size classes. And they are called Orgasmica, which is also my erotic art style name, my erotic series art name, Art Gasmica. It's like orgasmica, but art. Art orgasmica, yeah. It's so it's um, um, it's a group on Meetup, and I offer monthly class. We offer it in different places. So one is coming up. Uh, uh, the one that just happened was in a private location, and we did the roping bondage night theme so i offer different teams classes too so this time was roping bondage and then i am getting together with a club that's all gonna offer a bigger space and um and that's gonna be really nice so i can have more people so the classes are two different one one is a purely nude model class that people come and draw each other's model it's a by modeling um volunteering but the volunteering here is different. You can model and you exhibit your erotic self. You're not just posing. You're exhibiting. Of course, the pose has to be kind of still. So it's a place where it's, uh, people can feel free. And it's for all genders, all class of, of all um, type of skills. You don't need to be a professional artist. And in fact, for that, there is another class too I offer. This is ex- abstract, erotic abstract. I bring you into a journey and I offer you, I mean, I offer, I don't offer, I bring you into a journey where you draw your eroticism and sensuality on paper, abstract form, whatever form you like. Anyway, that's a wonderful class too. They're that both very really fun. Yeah. Anyway, the my bondage little, one sounds interesting. Feeling. Yeah. The bondage was a great, we're going to have another one in uh, March. And that's at Meetup? That's one of so the Meetup So the Meetup, meetup.com slash forward slash art gas yeah that's very easy to remember yeah art gas if you, if you google you yeah yeah it's my name obviously yes, you I, and i'm actually um what do you call it when you put the trademarking i'm trademarking and trademarking the name just because i heard story of people getting their name taken by some asshole that claimed it and you know it's not going to be a fun thing after you curate your things for 10 years and somebody take your name and trademark it that's not cool so um Ooh. yeah it happened so 
Anyway, if you Google it, it will come up a bunch of stuff. Uh, Facebook pages, um, Instagram, everything. Yeah. So, my dear, I'm almost ready to play the third song if you are... But otherwise, if you have more questions. No, well, I'm I'm really interested in this art gasmica. Tell me more. I don't know. Ask I mean, me yeah, more. I, did, I will tell you more. Yeah. I so I mean, how, how did you come up with the idea? That's interesting. I so was it in I, your bedroom one night? No, it was not. So I I am a somatic therapy. I do erotic therapy, and sensual. I mean, um, sex and intimacy therapy for people. You know, I do one-on-one, -on -one, I do groups. This is like another major thing that I do in my life. It's actually my main job. Um, and um, I wanted to bridge my life in all the ways possible I can. So I started doing erotic art, and then it came almost spontaneous that a friend of mine started her meetup group, and she does also her own things about sexuality and but that's more you know she talks and people respond that's question it wasn't like an art class it wasn't like a an experience it's more like a meetup where people sit and talk and yeah. but so I was like yeah I want to do something like that but it's an art so I thought like I thought the name it's <laughs> like just a came up the name and then I looked it up and funny enough, somebody already thought of it. I looked at her because I wanted to immediately take it on Facebook and, and Instagram. I was like, oh, let me just make a page right away. And, and on Meetup, I took it. And then Orgasmic was a page that doesn't even exist much anymore. But it was something happening somewhere that was like, I didn't even care to look inside much. But it was Orgasmic. And I was like, no, -uh. mine is Orgasmic. Nobody took that. It's mine. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was my name yeah and so it bridged art and sexuality in a very elegant fun way that people experience those classes they just come out like oh my god I never thought I could be talking about sexuality because we draw those things and we talk about it so people have to express themselves also by saying things you know, it's a beautiful experience. Or exhibiting on stage while some people draw you, you know. Yeah, that's very Titanic. It's pretty Like you're good. just sitting there all, you know, like With a beach whale. With your penis yeah. hard. And a some hard? people even stroke them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they stroke it while in class. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's a live, yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> it's real. Women can bring their toys. This is real. And it's completely Hard. safe. This is so safe. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> like professional artists just, just want to play, um, draw something more erotic and exhibit it their kind of so sex just, positive and, you know, liberal kind of way to see themselves. So you're sitting there, sitting back there like Titanic with a heart on. <laughs> you mean Titanic? Yeah. What do you mean? Like so? Ah. Do you remember that you know? Oh you know, yeah, the Titanic. Movie that's because I feel like that is a movie that everyone knows, and knows that Leonardo DiCaprio was painting her. Uh -huh. But it, if you can imagine, it wasn't a, a her; it was a guy with a heart on <laughs> that you were painting. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would be a nice bit, something like that. 
Make it like so, a so bit. it's pretty. It could be pretty appetizing for a lot of people. Yeah, they're on their <laughs> a Titanic experience, but with the hard on. A mouthful. Yeah. So then, after I started this class, I know there are now um, groups, but mostly for uh, gay men that does offer things similar like that, even more X-rated. Mine is open to every gender, every gender orientation, every age, and in fact, I have amazing people like the last the bondage one there was amazing people that came mostly were women but a lot of men too and everybody was dressed in costume because it had to be in theme so everybody was dressed like a little bit like Folsom Street Fair you know oh to be in gosh. theme with the bondage thing it was you? so much fun we had oh, the best gosh. night and my friend did the salt roping and pause it so we could draw it and then he, after she finished her thing we started volunteering, posing. It was so much fun. We took breaks, ate, laughed. We laughed so much. And I can't wait to repeat it. Can't wait. You know what? The first time when I moved in the city, I brought my mom to the Fulsham Street Fair thinking that it was a farmer's market. Ah, she <laughs> thought it was a farmer's market? I, I thought well, it was, thought yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> you thought the Fulsham Street Fair was a... <laughs> Yeah, no, she was a little bit shocked. She must have been shocked. No, she's probably not that shocked. She's liberal. Yeah, no. she's she's a tough, she's a tough lady. I know she's out there. Did hey, she? mom, are you listening? She's probably listening. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was interesting. You know, I mean, it was it was cool. I don't know. I did feel. Yeah, I don't know. I, there were some kids and. I felt, I mean, for me, like I'm grown, grown up, you know, I'm, there's somebody with their wiener hanging out, just like whatever, whatever. But People if it's some little kid, often, no, you, you don't have kids at Folsom Street. Are you kidding? Oh no. I mean, there was somebody that was walking their kid with their kid. No, no, no. That's I, I no, really. Yeah, I know. Even the it's dad, not, the dad I mean, had commented. nothing wrong with. You know, you want to show maybe like the skirt, but there are some spots where people are literally like, you know. It's getting a little more boisier and vanilla in the last few years. That's true. But I remember people butt-fucking, giving blowjobs, jerking off. On the street? Yes. On yeah. the balcony, you could, like, everybody could watch. The guy, like, nah, nah, in the street. Like, even this year, I saw it. I saw the guy getting blowjob right there near the entrance. And if I had a kid having to see that, I'd be like, you know what, sweetheart? Let's go home. You have seen enough. <laughs> nothing wrong with exposing your kids to some in fact being an erotic artist my daughter's been exposed to a lot of erotic art and she and a lot of the books I have so many books I have a library that I keep secret it's not the library she can access but when she was little she found out about this library and she was so curious about it she's like I gotta see those books and she's like mommy what is this guy doing that is on my house oh no I was like so I had to lock the shit I had to lock it she even found out to get into this like book place where Kids that I hate, yeah. hid all the erotic books of art. It's just art. And I was saying, you know, my answer was, it's art. That's what it is. But what is he doing? He's doing art because that's art. That is beautiful. It's, yeah. In this case, it's art. Of course, they're doing, it's doing sexual stuff. Yes. Okay. But in my gosh, it's art is made. What of if art. your daughter turns out to be some brilliant? Genius? She's gonna be brilliant, yeah. Yeah, I mean I that's mean, in a very unbrilliant way. She hates school. She hates school. She has. Eh. 
Are, like most kids don't like school. She got she got like A grades, you know. A the A A not A. Like oh, A. Like, like mm. E. Like M, like mm, oh. bad. Some are good. Some are. Mm. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, she's got to get through. I got too much going on on my plate. For me, it's like you got to do your thing, girl. You better go to school, do your homework, be good at it, and I don't have to like work twice and get too much. You know, it's like I can't. I don't have time. You gotta be self-sufficient, like mommy was. Those kids, why they can't be like? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm I'm joking. Being brought up that way and that, you know. That's art, you know, like life is an art form and you're an artist and yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. That's, that's really cool. I, my immediate family, you know, there was, they weren't artists. So I was kind of like the black sheep. I was singing Michael Jackson in the shower when I was four years old and they're like, okay, you know, they didn't know what to do. Why? They didn't like that you were kind of creative and singing? Well, you know, what is that like? I just, I don't know think they knew what to do about it. Like, if I was, you know, Taylor Swift, you know, Taylor Swift's dad went and they moved to Nashville. Right. You know. Right. Maybe I didn't have that, as pretty of a voice as her, but, uh, right. <laughs> but I, I, I definitely, I felt like I had that kind of at a young age, but, but you're an artist and your daughter, you know, obviously. Yeah, I'm also trying to, you know, there's another thing that her, yes, me, me being her parent and having to take care of her future in a way and promote what is really, what is she good at, it, you know. Also, you know, you need to encourage and promote those things for your kids. You can't expect them to do it at this young age. But yeah, at least be self-sufficient in school but yeah she got a lot of good talents that i need to help her bring out and which i'm doing slowly but surely Mm. (laughs) that's so sweet yeah kids are sweet gosh you know i thought i'd be married with kids by now but here i am 33 and single how did that happen it happens this online thing you know the meetup thing actually probably makes more sense maybe i should just go to one of those bondage meetups if you like the bondage scenes if you don't like the bondage scenes i would go to just like this hiking meet and greet or musician meet and greet whatever and just meet a bunch of people that is real i don't like online dating it's just like this roulette game it's like okay next and i'm still kind of old school i like to feel special like somebody want to get to know me because it's me not because it's just the next picture coming up on your feet and I know in, it's kind of pretentious but yes I want to feel special and it doesn't make me feel special beyond online dating me neither yeah it's not special you know the guys already gone communicating with 10 other women you know that's pretty much the norm right and it's just like it's okay nothing wrong but it's like, it doesn't work with me. I'm sorry. I'm also going to get even 20 other men, fine enough. But it's just too confusing. I'm like, how am I going to find out who I like? I'm going to be meeting this and that. All those meetings, you see someone. I, I can't wait to go away. Like one time, oh my God, the <sighs> only time I had online dating. That was funny. 
I had all those guys lined up that I have to see and at least have a coffee or like a walk or something just to get to see if we even... And I'm kind of a weird person, you know? My personality is very bright. I'm very, like, exuberant. I'm weird, which is a new normal. But men tend to be, like, kind of deflected by my personality. They're like, oh, she's hot, but mm mm-mm. Too much. Really? But listen... (laughs) I meet all those guys. Some of them might have been my type, maybe, if I really insist. But it was like... Handsome? Maybe. But, you know, it's not even that. It's more than that. It's just to be someone someone that has something. And then he also has that connection and interest in me. That's kind of... And I have in him. It's like that kind of create that bond. It's not just the look or... Anyway... Um, yeah, the the last person I met was actually the cutest of the bunch. And I was like, wow, he's cute. But after 20 minutes, we could not wait to get away from that date and go back to our way. Me, home, he, whatever. It was like... Boring? It was like, okay, I don't know. It was... We were like... Like if we had touched electricity and we're like, okay, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Okay, gotta go. It was so uncomfortable. And he was really good looking. Huh. But like the vanilla type from Marin County oh, that I'm like, uh, no, your type. Me, no, your type. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I see that. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let can be done with this. Okay, let's go. Okay, bye. You system. go home. Yeah. I go like to like do my thank you. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, your time. <laughs> Sorry for your time. Oh yeah. my gosh. No, no it was okay. like I gotta say something hilarious and I know I have a lot of friends yeah, from Marin that I went to college with. But as a joke, when I see somebody that can't drive in San Francisco, I yell up my window, I said, Go back to Marin, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not, wild, I don't, I don't wild. actually mean that. I, I have friends from Marin. I was just joking, but hopefully no one took that personally. Um, Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. We all like to pound down on those white vanilla Marin County people. And we're all white, by the way, too, in the right now, but this is, <laughs> I'm sorry. But we all like to have that, like, yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Gosh, yeah. you know, so I've been, I've been dating around. Um, gosh, not really. I mean, it makes, makes me sound like a whore. But, no, um, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. You see, do you remember? The weird isn't it normal. Uh, but I've been like single for two years. Oh. Which is kind wow. of a long time. Yeah. And I feel like it's about that time where it's just like, you know. Mm-hmm. About that time you need to, to redate. Yeah. To start meeting someone. Someone serious, you know. It's really, really a problem nowadays. The more people I know. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, then maybe walk up to somebody and be like, hey, you're really pretty. Want to be my girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know. But it's just like, you know how you explain them. I know that plenty of listeners couldn't um, relate as well to try to explain who you are through a direct message on an online dating platform. Or through a text message, for that matter. You're not going to be able to explain yourself. I mean, you, Alessandra Van- Valentini, yeah. you're not going to be able to explain who you are through a text. You're a tarot reader. You're a musician. All the thing, you're a comedian. Yeah, but they don't need to know that much. Because I learned one thing. That's why I'm single. 
to find a person, male, female, anyone that is comfortable with how much another person has to offer. So people is mostly not very interested to all the things you have to offer, especially men. They're not. They're mostly interested that you have a vagina, <laughs> that you can talk, and that you're not embarrassing, and maybe even good-looking. You know, that's a good idea. <laughs> but that most guys, I'm talking like average. So once you go online, you find two millions of those averages to weed out and find the interesting... It would be just easier that you go places where you want to meet interesting people, like comedy places, musicians. Yeah, you'll meet a bunch of other people, but at least you have a like a personal... Common interest. Co in, a common interest, a personal interaction where you physically meet and it's a lot more, in, you know. Yeah, when you do the um, online dating, it's way too... It's, yeah, way too um, superficial or, yeah, you can't get to know a person. That's maybe why you've been, like, because you're very, you're pretty real. I mean, I have known you a little bit. No, but now you have this kind of old school, even though you're young, and um, and I can see you having a hard time with the, I don't know, with online dating. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not. I've definitely had success on online dating. Oh, you did. Okay. Um, but I find that it it turns into like a stage five clinger, mm. or it can like. Where it's just like, and that's what I think. And it's not necessarily it has to do with me, but just in general with online dating, it's a double-edged sword. You meet so many people. It's good that you meet so many people. It's also bad. Mm. So if you meet someone you like, you really gotta, you know, kind of kind of hold on. And maybe on. she's not there to hold on, and it's like it was the opposite. No. So I right. thought I was ready for something. Gosh, I think I was out of something like for six months, and this person I met online, she, I mean, got too quick it was too quick it was like we've only been dating for two weeks she's like going through my phone i'm like this is just a little bit weird oh uh, wow yeah it's a little wow that it was a pretty was a big little red bit flag. too mm, too possessive yeah yeah that's she seemed tough. she had her own thing going on she had a job she went to uc berkeley she she's a uc berkeley alumni she was really smart she was beautiful um, but then she got too clingy, mm. too quick. I mean, like two weeks. How long ago was this? Um, this was about a year and a half ago. Okay. And actually that's how, I, when I started, got into the more of an open mic scene, cause I've always been in bands before, right. but I was just like, okay, I'm not ready for a relationship. I thought I was, I'm just like, but I'm not. Well, maybe so it I, wasn't the right relationship. Oh no, definitely. Not, you know, I guess, yeah. There's that too, you know. If the person turns out to be a tiny bit of a psycho, maybe it's better that you're not ready for a relationship, even if you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm. I'm you know what? I thought I was ready, but uh, need to be in the oven a little longer. I'm not cooked enough. Sorry, that's uh, not my time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are we, we're winding go, down the road. Yeah. Down doing the show. one more song. Was it yeah, one more song we're going to do? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. That time traveling tamale lady. That song okay. was actually written here at Mutiny Radio. What is the name again? Time traveling tamale lady. 
Oh, no. Tamale Lane. <laughs> it's Latin. Yeah. Nice. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. They're not making more land. We're not getting any younger. Every day is the first day of summer. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. She's chillin' like Bob Dylan, like a match on a cash. She's just a man with six strings attached. She's just a man. She's just a man. Woo, man. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful Velvet Cantina. Hanging in the Latin America Club. Taking the Muni back to the real San Pancho's. Uh huh. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful In the summer wind, just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Just a frog in the summer wind, just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alessandra, Valentini, on the flute, on the comedian, Scoot. Alessandra, so great having you on the show. Oh so fun playing together that was great thank you so looking much. forward to seeing you at neck of the woods on january 14th and the rich 9 p.m 7 to 9 p.m and the inner richmond that is um on clement street between 5th and 6th mm -hmm. and then uh the winery in Saratoga on the thirty first. Oh, it's really great. Mm -hmm. We could find it. You could find that on the site. Savannah Chanel. That's the winery name. Yes. Yeah. And wishing Saratoga. All the listeners out there a happy, great start to the new decade. Yeah. Thank you, JW. 
Yeah. For the show. It's been a lot Happy of fun. Happy New Year, everyone. And yes. I am your host, the Candy Man. Happy 2020. Here it is. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio This is
show or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be 
Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at Subliminal SF dot myshopify.com that's subliminal sf dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down 
tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Yep, it's Bug Out Square. It's uh, well, it's it's Tuesday morning. It's not Tuesday evening, but uh, it's uh, New Year's Eve and uh. Got some big plans. Uh, partner got uh, some tickets to a uh, thing. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah, this week on Bug Out Square, you know, like... Uh, well, a lot of people are doing it's the uh, end of the year, last show of the year, and uh, last show of the decade. Is that mean much? I'm not sure. But um, uh, I got some good records, and I'm going to try to get back to um, this uh, this year of uh, contributors. So uh, we'll see. Sometimes when I go far back, uh, things are have become derelict, but we'll, uh, we'll see how that works out. So thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This is Bug Eye Square, and uh, uh, you know it should be good. Chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that a vigilante man. 
why does a vigilante man why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down i rambled around from town to town i rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
Thank you.
turned around to look at me as I was walking away. I heard her say over my shoulder, we'll meet again someday on the avenue. Tangled up in blue. I had a job in the great north woods, working as a cook for a spell. And one day the axe just fell So I drifted down to New Orleans So I lucky with a being employed Working for a while on a fishing boat Right outside of Delacroix But all the while I was alone The past was close behind I seen a lot of women But she never escaped my mind And I just grew
Someone told me there's a girl out there With love in her eyes and flowers In her hair
Law Tigers. We fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers. We're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Sup? 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink. 